0: All right, let's go. Rich Pod, Father and Son Podcast, Episode 1. What are we about? Sports fans, father and son, father more knowledgeable, you know, so (laughs) let the son try to act like he is. But what do we do? We love sports, avid fans, baseball, basketball, football whatever it is that's what we love so we talk about it all we talk about life We're christians we love just filling everything in you know and talking making our conversation to the masses and hope you all enjoy it um we'll say a little bias was where we were born and raised so love the bucks love the packers the brewers you know all the wisconsin stuff but at the same time we love all sports and all teams so let's get it intros you know of course i'm the father even though i might look young um but you know (laughs) i'm the one that's usually debating with the son because i'm a lot old school when it comes to sports and what i see and what i do you know and how i react but you know you'll see as we go along i i I tend to be the, the the fossil and look at things the way they was played in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, because that's what I'm used to. So I'll let uh son introduce himself, and we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, he definitely has a old-school feel to everything, which you guys will see. This podcast has been a long time in development, finally getting it going after a while, sweating me all the time about it. Finally get the first episode out. It's good. I think this episode, we're going to start the basketball side of things. I think we both agree basketball is our probably favorite sport.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably should have been playing professionally, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you hear that a lot, too. <laughs> yeah. So why, why are you not playing professionally? Well, I said probably, so, you know. That, that means that there's a lot of factors behind it. Uh, but we could talk about that at a later date. Yeah, so with basketball, like you said, being, you know, favorite sport, there's a lot of basketball action going on these days. Uh, you know, I think when I think about it and start talking about it, I'm just so intrigued by all the coaching that were fired, the new hires, how things are going, you know, how are they going to be. Um, I think the one that most surprised me was my man, Monty Williams out at Phoenix, you know, I know the expectations was high, but, you know, it happened. You know, I, I don't know if it's ever been a time in NBA history that, what was it? Because it was him, Bud. Nick, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. The all Three NBA championship. Coaches. well, Hold on. And Vogel. We, no, Vogel, well, no, Vogel didn't get. He just yeah, he got, got hired. hired. But um, all them that went to the finals and won championships and just out the door. That's Miles Williams,
1: he didn't win the no championship.
0: Well, he got to the finals. He didn't win. So he, but he was one step away.
1: Yeah, but when you so, have a team with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Cameron Durant, I think DeAndre Ayton, I think you're expected to win. He didn't hold up to that standard.
0: But they <laughs> didn't have a whole year. I mean, Durant missed more games than he played and you know they, they ran into a juggernaut. I mean, let's look at it. We can look at the finals now. I mean, who if you looked at the beginning of the in training camp in October and once the season got going late October, uh, you know, November all through, you know, the summers, who would have picked Denver and Miami to be in the finals right now?
1: Mm-hmm. Out, out of Denver, maybe. Nobody was picking the heat, most likely, but they were just coming off a um Eastern Conference championship or, no, Eastern Conference appearance, finals appearance. So expect all they did was lose P.J. Tucker. So I think their expectations were still fairly high, just the way the season went down.
0: Of course, you're going to give them more credit than this due. They just – I'm not <laughs> – they playing hard. It's day time. But let's just be honest here. Nobody expected to see them there. They didn't expect to see themselves there. But, you know, they there. Can't deny them. Um, as 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 of right now, it's 2-1. Nuggets, you know, last night. It, it, we got to give it to them when you think about it. You have to give it to um, the whole team as a whole. Like, of course, it's Jokic. It's Murray. You know, what they did last night. But. A lot of times we don't give credit to the other players that are making a big impact. You got the rookie yeah. that came off the bench. If you looked at that rookie in last night game, what Brown?
1: Christian Brown, yeah, yeah.
0: You look at him in last night game. You can't tell me he wasn't a six-year NBA player, <laughs> a vet.
1: He had a good game. He gave Jimmy Butler a few buckets every time I looked
0: at. Well, and and that's the thing about it. That's all he needed. He just needed that spurt. The game before, your your favorite player, Duncan Robinson, came in (laughs) and gave gave the heat
1: a big boost. So how's Duncan Robinson my favorite player?
0: Well, okay, he's not your favorite player, but, you know, you got to give him some credit. Cause all he is known is just catch and shoot. You see, yeah. I all the years watching him, you see him driving, doing things that he's never done. Yeah. And you, you got to give it to the Heat. I mean, I don't want to give it to him because, like I said, I'm, I'm I can't lie. You know, I said that you know my team because they beat the Bucks. Well, well, yeah, they didn't. Well, they didn't just beat them; they embarrassed them. Wild beating. I mean, does it matter if you <laughs> lose the series? If you lose it 4-0? 3-1 or, you when you're know. you are the,
1: when or, you're the or, number one seed with the best record in the NBA and best player in the world, in my opinion. Well, it's probably Jokic now is the best player in the world the way he's
0: oh, See, 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 that's where I have a problem, too. That's the new age thinking versus the old school thinking. Do you think the years, back in the, I know we're going to travel back when Jordan was playing. I wasn't and they, it, I that wasn't a lie. Between that little spell, I think when the Rockets won, you know, two years between, you know, the the um you know the three peats, Wasn't it the Rockets, I think? Yeah. So you telling me during that time that all of a sudden Elijah Wan was the best player in the world and Jordan wasn't? Yeah. See? Jokic
1: is playing right now. Giannis ain't. Giannis is making YouTube videos about his closet tour while Jokic is finna win the finals MVP in the ring.
0: And Giannis just did it two years ago. Let's not forget, my man. Let's not yeah, I'm forget. I'm not forgetting it. We were sitting there watching it together. I'm not
1: forgetting it. You just can't downplay that Jokic is probably the best player in the world right
0: now. He's not the best player it's in the world. Between him and Giannis. He's a great player. <laughs> He's playing great basketball. He's always played great basketball. But, okay, let's look at it from a complete player
1: Yes, he don't play no defense. That's all it is.
0: Okay. No deep, He Do he play? He had two any, blocks last night. Those, those were the kind <laughs> of blocks that you say are give me blocks because he's right there, so you say give me that because he can't do anything else. Yeah. He's what, he's seven feet, 6'11"? 6'11". Okay. Seven he's feet, you might as well say.
1: First player in NBA history to have a 30-point triple-double. And five minutes later, his teammate was the second player in NBA history to have a...
0: Well, I mean, he was kept out there to get that last rebound. I don't yeah, care what nobody...
1: definitely. Said. They left him out there for way but too I long. But, I mean,
0: Miami did start making a run towards the end. That's probably going to propel them into game four. I
1: think Miami probably wins game four.
0: That's the where Nuggets I'm just it off.
1: I think the Nuggets finished it off the last two games after Miami wins Friday.
0: Wednesday I disagree with you. I disagree. Like I said, I, I think the Heat have had an excellent run. I think the Heat have played above their heads, but they played together as a team. Most people, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, thought the Bucks probably would sweep them. Then when they yeah. got past the Bucks, it was like, okay, well, New York presents a challenge. From so what, so it'll go. Then Boston. I mean, yeah. you know, so they've proven it's just like I didn't think the NFL. They were gonna beat Boston, huh? I didn't think they were gonna be Boston. Okay, proud. Boston probably didn't think either, <laughs> you know. But that's what happened, and so now everybody's sitting around like, and yeah, you know it. I've been saying it since day one. Okay, yeah, they won that, but they ain't getting past them. Yeah, they won that, but they ain't getting past them. Yeah, they won that, but they ain't getting past yeah, them. And they've proven me wrong every time. But I can honestly say this time, all I said, I'm just giving my opinion. <laughs> when you look at the Denver Nuggets as a whole team, you have Jokic, you have Murray. But when you look at look at what Gordon is doing to Butler,
1: yeah.
0: when Gordon is on Butler, he's doing nothing.
1: Jim Butler still had almost 30 last night.
0: Was most of them scored on Gordon? I'm not saying
1: that's what any, what any. With any first, they had. started out. Gordon wasn't even on them at first. That's why I was a little confused. They had Kyle Pope fouled out the game before trying to guard them. I just that's don't get why coaches they see something that works and then it goes away from it. So, we like next to game shots
0: at my man Bud. No, no, It's all the coaches.
1: So, like it'll be next game. We have seen the high pick and roll. Murray and Jokic was running. That was just all day, all game. Now, if they don't come out trying to do the same thing at game four, it's just something with NBA coaches where they just see something work and they just completely veer away from it. I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's too much thinking goes into that. They, they are so, their mindset is so that the other coach has made adjustments to that, so let's do something different. You yeah. know, when back in my day, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So if they can't stop it, you keep doing it. You know, it's it's just like you know, it's it's like in football. If we jump to that with New England, you know, they gonna keep doing it. I mean, what was that game? I, I you know, I would be awful with the mirror, but you the stats guy. What was that game where they ran, and didn't throw the
1: ball at all? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a Monday night game in Buffalo. <laughs> they ran the ball like I think they only threw the ball probably like three times. Yes,
0: and what happened if I they couldn't they stop it?
1: Yeah.
0: If they can, you keep doing it. So that that's the old Belichick is old school. You know, he he don't got to have you know fifty throws, four hundred yards, six touchdowns. If he throw three times, and they run fifty-seven times, <laughs> and they win. That's what it is. Like I said, I'm not debating. I mean, I'm not the type, even though y'all think I am, I'm not the type that's going to say I'm just living in the past and all that. I mean, the, the game has changed. The game changed from the 60s to the 90s. So it keeps changing. 60s you weren't even born in the 60s you were watching I'm, basketball i'm just saying the game changed i'm not saying i was there to see the change but i just know it changed were you watching kareem growing up me and my dad we have a big discourse
1: on uh kareem he calls it disrespect i call it reality i <clears throat> i respect i get kareem that was the all-time leading scorer before this past year i respect they only what one three-pointer two three-pointers his whole career Thank you. I'm looking at it from a Bucks standpoint. I don't like the way he left the Bucks, and his respect with the Bucks. He showed up the year the Bucs won the championship. The Bucs were down what? I think 2-0 versus Brooklyn. Kareem got on ESPN and said the Milwaukee Bucks have no chance at winning. They're basically going home. But then, who was there in the front row in the NBA finals sitting next to Oscar Robinson?
0: So, okay. Let me ask you this then. So I'm not saying he didn't say that. I don't remember <laughs> he hearing that. He
1: definitely know. did. <laughs>
0: but what I will say, okay, if he said it, but how many people, okay, just like we were talking a little while ago, how many people said, Miami will get swept by this team? Miami will get swept by this team. I are you talking about your man Kendrick Perkins? I remember him saying him, all of them sat on that panel. When the Bucks lost the, that uh, first game, was getting blown. I said this series is over. When Brooklyn won them two games, it wasn't just yeah. Kareem. Every national sports writer and broadcaster <laughs> wrote the team off.
1: So, and even even apparently Bucks players, the Bucks bench, Jeff T. Brent Forbes, <clears throat> thought it was over too, I and mean, they were on the team.
0: Yeah, and they were just talking. I bet yeah. you they didn't say that that year. They waited till they was gone.
1: Yeah, so it's probably talking to each other because they ain't really played much on the bench. So
0: yeah, but they still got the ring.
1: Like Jeff Teague said himself, he just came in, got a A on a group project. He ain't did nothing.
0: Hey, but no, let's let's take a little back now. Teague, I mean, he didn't play big minutes, but he played. See, that's another <laughs> thing about it's, the old. School. No,
1: this is all Jeff Teague did in the Bucks playoff run. I think it was Game Six versus the uh, Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. He came in and hit two back-to-back threes. Or it was Game Five, I think. Or four. that's all he did. And that's all we did. All playoff run. No, he got in no. during the Net Series. What they do? Kyrie went right at him during the Sun Series. Chris Ball, giving them buckets. That's why he didn't play.
0: that that, that, that hey, everybody entitled to their opinion. I'm not saying. He was, you know, Giannis of the team. <laughs> he definitely, but was. he was there and he made a difference. And if you want to talk about Forbes, right. take away Forbes in the Miami series in the championship year. I didn't say nothing
1: about Forbes, but Forbes became unplayable after that first series.
0: He didn't play against the Nets. No,
1: because as soon as he got in, boom, Kyrie going right in. Dude's getting scored on by Landry Schumann in that series.
0: Okay, well, he, 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 he you know, few didn't play versus the Hawks or versus the Suns. Uh, well, let's, okay. let's get
1: out the pass. Let's get
0: yeah, out the pass. Yeah, let's get out the pass, but, you know, we only went to the pass. We gotta because... respect. I said I respect
1: Kareem, but I don't like the, the way he was moving that finals round with the Bucks. It was just, didn't sit well with me as a. Milwaukee native.
0: Yeah. You do know, okay, that because of Kareem, the city had the only other championship 50 years prior, right? I understand
1: that. Oscar Robson had a big part of it, too.
0: Oh, plenty Probably. of players did. But you knew, do know Kareem was the driving force. Yeah, I'm aware of
1: that. He was a generational talent in the league where it wasn't much talent.
0: That's another argument. That's what <laughs> sure. we've went back and forth with that. Okay, all compared right. Compared to
1: what do you think? I don't know how much you watch. This is an interesting topic. I see. I know you watch nineties. So, what do you think? Give me LeBron's stat line in the line nineties. Prime LeBron, Miami Heat LeBron, or twenty sixteen LeBron with the Cavs. What is he averaging in the nineteen nineties?
0: <laughs> He would be over 20 points, probably. Over 30. No. He would be over 20 points. In the 90s? Yeah. With with players the likes of who? In the 90s. What's that dude
1: deals with the Bulls and Knicks? Charles Oakley? That dude's a scrub.
0: Charles Oakley? Okay. But see, that's the difference in the 90s when you had the Bulls, when you had the heat, when you had, I'm talking about some of the, the Pistons, the bad boys, well, they was more late 80s, early 90s. But do you think LeBron is just coming through dunking yeah. or shooting those? See, the yeah. difference back then, it wasn't no um, little touch fouls and, and they blow on you and you fly into the front row. You know, you do that back in them days, you just getting scored on. And even the ref look at you like, get up, time to go. So he's averaging 20 points. I'm not going to take away because he's a talent. I mean, at what, 38 years old, he's still doing what he's doing. But if it was in that time period, it just ain't happening. I'm sorry.
1: So, against that time period. So, I, I think Jordan's the goat. That's a big topic between him and LeBron because. If Jordan came in at 17, but I don't think Jordan probably wasn't as good as LeBron as he was at 17, but just say Jordan played all the years, I mean, Jordan was what? I don't want to bring up the corny story about him getting cut in high school, but at 17, Jordan probably wasn't as good as LeBron James was.
0: That's debatable. Michael Jordan came
1: in at 22. He needed like three, four years in college, two, three years in college. LeBron came in Fresh off high school graduation, dropping 20 in
0: the NBA. A different what was he? 2003. 04? That's fresh off the nineties. Uh that's the early two so, thousands. So a lot of the players <laughs> from the nineties, the rough and tough and rugged. I mean, it was rough and tugged in the two thousands, too. I mean, there's some rough and tugged, tough rough one tug it now. But I'm not saying LeBron wouldn't be a star in that time period, but you're saying he's going to average 30 points. I'm telling you that's not going to happen.
1: Why not? Uh, this I I like see clips and stuff of the defense back
0: then. It's not as tough as y'all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so because you watch one or two clips <clears throat> and, and you see a couple play, you say, you know what, if it ain't that tough, X Jordan going against the Knicks. X Jordan going against the um, the uh, the the Pistons. X Jordan going against uh, I can't even think offhand. Or ask some of them teams you've seen them. You go up for a layup thinking it is bad. You on the floor. Yeah, but y'all make it seem
1: like that happened every possession. There's a few few in betweens where that happened,
0: and that's just bad basketball. There's just bad basketball. Oh, it's bad basketball. But it's okay basketball that everybody, you can't even make a move and if you hit, run into somebody, they flop on the ground? This is
1: bad basketball, too.
0: Okay, thank you. Because I
1: prefer the um, old school style rather than now because I think my, my favorite player is Giannis and I see him get fouled numerous times and get nothing called. But I, I think with the whole flopping like a player like Jimmy Butler, his foul calls are ridiculous.
0: Yeah, they are. I respect him as a player, but it gets to some point. When you're watching the game and you're saying, let the game dictate the game.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I seen the clip yesterday during the game, Gavits and shot a three, Bruce Brown went, ran contest. He probably touched him like this. And Gabe Vincent flopped all on the ground, flailed his arms, <laughs> and it got called for a foul.
0: That's just not basketball. And what I don't like is what it's teaching the kids, the younger generation. You know, I blame the NBA for that, for allowing that. Yeah. I, so. hey, as much as, you know, it wasn't the flopping aspect, but what it was, was is all that hand checking and stuff. They did it because of Iris. So, you know, because Iverson had the skills and can get by, they, they did all that. They made some change. I mean, you got to change the game. Just like football. You got to change. Some of that stuff is outrageous. You got to change. I get it. Protecting players. I get it doing all this, but at some point you have to let the game be dictated to me. I would almost prefer that they didn't call no files in the last minute of a game.
1: <laughs> as a rule that that should
0: be a rule as a rule. Wow, if it's no a close game, but then I know that opens up a whole can yeah, of a, worms. That's a bad idea. Well, that's why I'm not <laughs> in the league. I'm not in the front office. I'm not, you know, in New York at the what the center that make the rules, whatever they call it. That's why I'm not there. Yeah, since yeah. So well, 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 let, let, let's hit on the topic. I mean, uh, we are. are
1: we're we're way veered out of the topic, so we might as well continue it off topic and save these topics for our next episode. Hey. our next our next episode will be a more Bucks centric topic topics
0: because yeah, we're I,
1: just all over the place now. Well, for our first episode. And
0: and and we should be because I'm going to make this finals prediction. This and I'm going to say actions. My finals prediction. And it's going to be the Nuggets in five.
1: You don't think the Heat win another game? I don't think the Heat win another game. My initial prediction was Nuggets in five. But I don't know. You just, Eric Spolstra is a good coach. The team is well coached. They just don't have the talent. They're just missing the talent. There's not enough talent on that team. They shouldn't be in the finals when they know that.
0: Hold on. What's dictating the talent level if they're in the finals and twenty eight other teams are not?
1: I understand that, but look at a team like the Nuggets, Jokic, Murray, Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Um, who's there? Bruce Brown. Every other single team will take them on their team. Look at the Heat starting lineup. Don't know other NBA teams want Kyle Lowry. Every NBA team would take Jimmy Butler, bam. Who else? Kevin Love is the reason why he got cut. Who else? Martin is just having an absurd playoff run. He was cut. They, they just have people that nobody wanted, and they developed them into good players.
0: So let me ask you this, then. You said no talent, but yeah. the talent has to be there in order for them to be where they are now. That's so true. you could say that they're, or, or you're going to say they're playing above their heads. Way above their heads. And uh, I think if Eric Spoelstra was
1: coaching the Denver team, the series would have been over. Well, it would have been over Friday. It would have won in four.
0: Hmm. I disagree. So are you downplaying Mike Malone's coaching ability? No, Mike Malone's a good
1: coach too, but Eric Spoelstra's a good
0: Why? Because he has more, he has rings? No. Because if you look at it, when he won his rings, look at the talent that he had.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's talent.
0: Okay. But it's between, okay, I'm going to backtrack on that. I'm not going to even say talent. Look at the stars he had. We're not even talking about talent.
1: You got Wade, Wade,
0: Wade, LeBron, and Bosh. Yeah, you don't have to do
1: much coaching
0: with that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So don't say he's a great coach. Yeah, I think he is. Look what
1: team he has in the finals right now. We both know this team should have been out in the first round to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yet here they are, three games away from an NBA championship. Yeah. I think that has to do with the players playing out of their mind, right? And then the coaching.
0: So let's jump back on a topic. Is it so much that Spolstra has been great? Let's just take the first round really quick. Has, was it that Spolstra was such a great coach or that Bud didn't make the proper adjustments? I from think. A, okay. If yeah. you want to say from talent-wise, of course the Bucks had more talent, right? Yeah. So but, this is what
1: I saw. I think it was game two, after game two, where the Bucks won dominating the paint. What did the Heat start doing? They start, they don't have a real true point guard. I think Drew Holiday is a point guard, but like they start pressuring the ball as soon as they get it. It was so long ago, you probably don't even remember, but it flipped in game three. That's when the whole series flipped, when they started pressuring the ball. Chris Middleton, as soon as he crossed half court, Gabe Vincent was right in his face. You remember Gabe Vincent was giving Middleton problems.
0: Not I mean, Shouldn't no. have happened.
1: Yeah. No, because yeah. Middleton was dropping 22, 6 and 6 on good efficiency on one knee. So I can't say that, but that them pressuring the ball didn't let them get into none of their offense or not, not that the Bucks ran much offense, anything.
0: Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so. But
1: that's just a little minor adjustment that flipped the whole series. That's something Bud would do. Bud just right. sticks to what he does.
0: And that's the problem. But so that's why I'm saying like Spolstra will make the adjustments. You see what they're doing now, you know, with zoning, you know, yeah. they eating them up in the zone because they yeah, shoot, need to get out of So, but I would say to me, still, you give the heat, their credit. They're in the finals. You can't take that away. You can't say that they paid their way into the final. They're playing good. I mean, I love the story. I love to see, Undrafted players or players that people said wouldn't do nothing and all that that come to this forefront. Just look at it in this series. in the, On the Heat team, you got Gabe Vincent. Undrafted. Uh, Martin. Which one of the Martin is he? Coach? Caleb, I think. Caleb Martin. Yeah. Undrafted. Um, Robertson already got his money. Undrafted. Uh, got, yeah. And High Smith, Undrafted. You know. Um, Who else? Dunk, You know, all these people. You think they're not going to get paid now? Yeah. And that's what it's Struz,
1: about.
0: Paul, Was he undrafted both... or Philly drafted him, right?
1: No, I think he was undrafted. And he was with Boston. They cut him. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. So, so that's just a team look at full them. And then really.
0: look, Hero is out. You know, we know yeah. Hero ain't going to come in and lock down on defense, but he's going <laughs> to get 15 points. You know, yeah. and he's a you know Wisconsin native, so we'll we'll throw him a little support, but <laughs> no, he, huh? You don't no, throw that. him a little support.
1: Wisconsin don't like hero. I don't have a problem with him, but because you know he committed to Wisconsin, and then decommitted committed and went to Kentucky, I think. So Wisconsin don't like hero.
0: <laughs> That's his personal choice. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, like he can do it. I don't either. have a problem with him. I mean, like I said. My thing is, they made a name for themselves. They're going to be in a better position to take care of their families long term. I mean, you know, this probably won't be their year. I'm not going to say it probably won't be their year, but the experience is going to be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because I, I think mean, they've this- what it was what did Wante, my brother, he said the last three out of the four years the Heat been in the Conference Finals. 2020, I don't know who they... I think they played Boston 2020. 2021, that was the Bucks year. 2022... So they got
0: swept in the first round.
1: Yeah. The 2022 was them versus Boston. Then this year, them versus Boston. So, them and Boston been the matchup three out of the last four years.
0: In the Finals.
1: Eastern Conference so, Finals, yeah.
0: So... Hold on, the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble that they won? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was them. Okay. All they right. went
1: to play the Lakers. so
0: All right. Well, you know.
1: If you look at them teams, there's not much talent on it. Oops. So you got to give Spolster and that staff some respect. That's why I was hoping the books at least looked into Chris Quinn, the uh, assistant head coach of
0: Miami well, yeah, he, he'll he'll get his opportunity when when <laughs> when the time comes. But you know, the Bucks made the right hire,
1: Adrian Griffin.
0: Yeah, Adrian Griffin. I, I don't think a lot of people because I had even said, you know, been good if they could have got a Nurse. But that you're looking at a man that like, and I think that's why. It could be wrong. Wasn't there? I think that's why Giannis he stuck out. You know, according to reports, he stuck out. In that interview with Giannis, because it's nothing like a former player, yeah, and a former player that laid out. I mean, if you listen to his press conference, but he, offense is great, but we're gonna be defense, and then we can't not with Bud's defense. They was top five what most of his years, <laughs> but it I was, love
1: huh? You say probably all love them,
0: right? But it was good team defense, yeah. It wasn't a lot of individual. I mean, you take away Brooke, of course, in the paint. You know, Drew is going to do his thing. You know, Giannis. Uh, but other than that, well, you got Carter and, you know, different things. But Adrian Griffin, when you look at him as a player, even though he was a journeyman, everywhere he went, he was just tough-nosed, defensive player.
1: Well, speaking of Carter, i probably say this for the next episode. we hit 30 minutes already. But you know, I've seen a report that he's going to decline his player option It's his free agency. Bucks can't bring him back.
0: Well, that's going to be a big loss yeah. because I really <laughs> wanted to see him. Um, like I said, we'll save it, but I wanted to see him, Bobby. I'm I'm really excited for Marjan's second year. I've seen he's going over to Greece to work with Giannis. Yeah. I think that's going to be. Really? So that shows he also ain't going nowhere. Who? Marjan. Oh, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. I think when you look at Brown from Denver in the playoffs and just throughout the year, you know, you have these hard-nosed coaches that just rookie's not going to break my rotation. And I don't blame Bud when you have a rotation full of veterans and all that, yeah. you know, but you can't not do that. You know, I, I, my problem was I don't think Bud
1: actually tried right. stuff. As far just from the untrained eye, as Eric Sposter said, untrained eye of a person just watching the games, I don't think Bud even tried like Jimmy Butler. He didn't even try to throw anything else at him. It was just Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday.
0: And I'm sure Drew loved the challenge, yeah. but he would have wanted some help. Yeah, you know because. I mean, we can't always, always do it. I mean, some of the greatest defenders in, and, and, you know, NBA history, if you're talking one-on-one, I mean, I like to say my man Kobe was a, just a tenacious defender, you know, regardless. I mean, you got other ones, but if they need help, if one player, of course, they're going to pull them away and say, I got them, but, if I got him and he's still dropping 40 on my head <laughs> he as a coach, him. I'm gonna say, yeah, you might got him, but we're gonna give you help. We're gonna yeah. try somebody different. Look at the Nuggets series. You got Aaron Gordon, you got Caldwell Pope, you got Jeff Green on them. You get right. him what I'm saying? You got Murray yeah. on them sometimes. You give them different looks. You give them different looks. You know, and you have and Bruce Brown, yeah. the other Brown. Hold on, they got two Browns. Yeah. One is Braun, but they said it's Brown. And that was Brown, yeah. Yeah, so you throw all that on, that starts to wear a player down. I don't yeah. care how good you are. I think Jimmy Butler is just wearing
1: down in general because he's so much minutes and all that he's been doing this year, player, I think he's just wearing down. He's not, yeah, he's he old, he's is. like 34 or I think 32. I think it's just starting to
0: wear down a little. And 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 you know that's what it was. And then even though they was in Miami, like it's so true that players been saying for years about that Denver altitude. <laughs> yeah. They go up there and you know, it, it hits them. You can see that in game one.
1: A lot of the heat shots were real short.
0: Yeah. Not because getting enough they was, legs. In it. It. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm looking forward to the end of this series. Like I said, what they got Friday and Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by the next time we do episode, I think it'll be a new NBA champion.
1: Yeah. So I think we can end it here. Given our predictions, what'd you say? Nuggets and five. Nuggets and five. Now you, what you say. Now I'm gonna go nuggets and six. I think the Miami heat probably win tonight, not tonight on Friday night, game four. Extend the series another game, then Denver wins at home, goes and ends it out in Miami.
0: Hey, we'll see. We all, you know, all we do is make a choice, make a uh, prediction. So, mm-hmm. all right. So Anything you want to say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just want to say, Rich Pot episode. We appreciate you watching. Interact. Shoot us an email, you know, let us know any conversation. And, um, You know, remember what we like to do is we always say, you know, keep God first and everything else will follow. We out of here. Agreed. All right. Yep. Peace.